no money in poetry That's what sets a poet free I've had all the freedom I can stand You got your cold dog soup and rainbow pie All it takes to get me by Fool my belly till the day I die Cold dog soup and rainbow pie You know, gang, I've learned a little something about myself. I'm an analog man, Sean Majors. <laughs> that is for certain. Um, I'm also a man who is currently just bathed in three straight days of listening to nothing but this new Kathleen Edwards record. Yeah. And baby, am I as excited as I've ever been. But I did learn something from that experience. I'm a fella that seeks out sadness in songs, even if it's not there. <laughs> I am an emo kid, and I did not even know it. And I realized it, listen to this Kathleen Edwards record, there is a, a wonderful song about a lifelong friendship that just puts a knife in my heart, cuts it open, spills out the blood, and then splashes the blood up into my open mouth as I say, yum, yum, give me some. <laughs> I mean, That's what happens to me when I listen to the song. There are, there are songs that make me sad. Um, that are that are happy songs, mm-hmm. and I'm not absolutely. I'm not just saying I cry at 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 the song's beauty. It like mm-hmm. it makes me sad, and I don't know if it's it, because it's like oh I don't have that right now. But let's mm-hmm. let's be that may be it. Let's be clear. I bet that's it. Both of us have what Kathleen Edwards is talking about in that lifelong friendship, and that is as she said, a little wiggler. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, Shawnee. Oh my God, Shawnee. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So she did this fucking live stream album release concert thing. Yeah, yeah. And she says about her drummer who sits behind her, this guy's got a great view of this little wiggler right there. <laughs> and she did a little wiggle. And I thought, I thought I might ascend into whatever state of nirvana that I could reach. But at any rate, none of that is germane. None of the Kathleen Edwards parts are germane to today's show. Also, this is a podcast called Code Dog Suit the Mixtape, but surely you knew that because you came here. This didn't just stumble across your desk somehow. Um, however, what is germane to that is we're going to talk about one of those kinds of songs today that makes me incredibly sad for no reason. No reason. It's a happy song. There's no reason for this song. It is incredibly hopeful. Mm-hmm. It is joyous. It's it's innocent in, in a way that a lot of songs aren't innocent, especially songs with you know, some of this imagery. It is incredibly innocent and um, modern. It's a very modern song and an excellent take on a relationship in this modern era. And for some reason, it sticks a knife into my throat sticks it up out through my tongue and then holds my tongue out and makes me say yeah, so that's where we are today with this song oh delicious what song are we talking about we are talking about a band run by the name of dollar signs and i hope i don't fuck this up no that's not me saying i hope i don't i hope uh-huh. i don't mispronounce the title that is the title of the song shawnee why don't you tell the people about the first time you heard this song uh, this was in your car, like right after I'd broken up, uh, or I, that relationship ended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I uh, was literally trying to fight back the tears. I don't know why. Let me have them tears, baby. And Give me them tears. I was, I was not in a place where I could cry. Um, 
I mean, it was your car. Well, you were. You were in the passenger seat of Matt Hankins' car. That is, tears were always welcome over there. It was a safe place. Um, let's just say that I've I've not always been entirely satisfied with my performance uh, when you come into town or you know uh, I visit you, and I just thought that you know holding holding those tears back was I I don't get to see that often, so I felt like it was. Uh, it was better to, to try and hold those in. I believe James McMurtry told us a very valuable lesson. Holding back the flood, it just don't do no good. Mm-mm. When you can't unclench your teeth and howl the way you should. But yeah, just cry in front of me at any time. I'm always ready for it. Now, okay. right now. you're going to get your eyes licked. You're going to get your eyes licked. That's just a part of it. Because I love the t- taste of salty, salty pain because I seek it out. Because I am, as we stated... An emo kid. Um, You're a clean cut. This is a song. (laughs) Oh, shit. That's a deep cut. Mm -hmm. Um, This is a song by a band that uh, Spotify served up to me one day, probably off of a Front Bottoms thing, if I had to guess. Um, I think we've even mentioned it on this podcast before somewhere, but it's one of those. I heard this song and thought, man, here's my new favorite little band. That is not the case. Mm -mm. Um, I've listened to their other stuff. In addition to being an analog man, I'm an album man. And this album just does not do it for me. Um, and I haven't dabbled into any of their others. Maybe they got some somewhere that I could get down with. But this album just doesn't do it for me. Stylistically, it is a little too punk. Uh, sort of too too rancidy for my taste. Uh, on the whole. But this song, I've never turned it off and I've never wanted to. It is just, it's immaculate. It is an incredibly well done song about not being sad about trying your best to keep your shit together because you know you got something worth saving i guess we've done enough preamble get this old ball rolling oh man um yeah it's a very hopeful song um and i think i we can relate to a lot of it uh i hope i don't fuck this up by dollar signs i wanted to dedicate a song to you but all of my songs are about ex-girlfriends and puke So I sat down to write you a love song. It was full of cliches. It wasn't impressing anybody. Sorry. So I sat down to write you a love song. You fucked it up. (laughs) I fucked fucked it up. You fucked this up. I have fucked this up. I wanted to dedicate a love... I want... (laughs) Real Taco Tuesday on this one. Uh, I wanted... Is it Monday or Tuesday? Mm, Time's a flat circle. You know that. I wanted to dedicate a song to you. But all of my songs are about ex-girlfriends and puke. So I sat down to write you a love song. It was full of cliches. It wasn't impressing anyone. Even though I tried really hard, all I came up with was, You are a possum living in the trash can of my heart. You're a possum in my heart. Stop. I can't believe I listened to it to get to that wonderful line about the possum in the heart. Because nothing particularly good happens before that um except for the fact that i am also predispositioned to listen to anyone talking about trying to write a song Mm -hmm. as a person who has written you know a half a dozen to a dozen terrible songs in his life i can relate to how difficult that is i don't know what it's like to write a good song I do know what it's like to write a bad one, so that I guess I identified with. I'm like, all right, let's just see where this going. See if this guy can turn it around. But he hits, and some of this is delivery as well. 
Um, but you are a possum living in the trash can of my heart. And then the, repeating the line, you are a possum in my heart. You're a possum I was in done. my heart. I was absolutely done. And it really didn't matter what happened after this. They had me in their back pocket at that line. Yeah, it's a, I mean, it is kind of a meandering uh, lyrical style. Um, And, I mean, it's, he wrote it, he basically wrote it to, I mean, suit his singing style, I think. Because there's not, um, there's not a lot of rhymes. I mean, you and puke rhyme. Um, (laughs) Which, you know, (laughs) on the best of days. (laughs) But I just, um... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like the style because it's new, it's fresh, it's not, you know, A-A-B-B-C. Yeah, and it's sort of that sing-talking that that sort of populates this kind of music. Um, when it's done well, it, it, it hits me. When it's not done well, I find it to be, I clench my fist and just want to punch. Like, it, it angers me. I have a visceral anger when sing-talking goes awry. But he, he gets this. Um Cheek Face is another sing-talk band that I'm deeply into that reminds me of this band. Front Bottoms can get into that sometimes, oh, too. Yeah. Um, but that fucking... That, you're a possum living in the trash can in my heart. You're a possum in my heart. Is as good of a thing as I heard in a long time. Like, it's just... It's dumb and stupid and fun, but also incredibly poignant. <laughs> did you do a... Did we do a Cheek Face song on this show? We have not. There's one on the list. What did we do? We did something. Well, Sean, we've done several of these. <laughs> we did a song that was like, I'll be on the porch and you'll come and say Oh, hi. that was, uh, that was, oh my God, Nana Grizzle. Okay, that's right. I got that and this one confused. This is this similar. Yeah. They, there's, a, there's a similar vibe to these bands. Nana Grizzle, a lot, a little easier. My God, they've just put out a new record out this year and it's a fucking monster. As a matter of fact, I ordered it from Bandcamp several weeks ago. It's like somebody screwing with the post office or something, but that's for a different time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Veterans need their medicine. I'm sorry. My daddy needs it if I know. <laughs> I'm sorry I left that towel on the floor. So sorry that I snore. Sorry I'm taking my band on tour. Sorry that I'm insecure. Sorry I'm awkward around your friends. Sorry I get jealous when you talk to other men. Sorry I drank all your wine again. Sorry I apologize so much. Yeah, I hope I don't fuck this up. Yeah, I hope that I don't fuck this up. Yeah, <laughs> I hope that I don't fuck this up. And is that not every dude that we are and know? Yeah, like yeah. is it, what, you, here's all right. We're gonna we're gonna slide off the point for a little bit, but um, <sighs> we live in a sad, sad time where that verse. Basically explains as good as it gets for a man these days. Yeah. Like, there's not a lot of gray area left. Like, that's the best dude. Yeah. He's going to do all that awful stuff, but at least he knows it and has apologized for it. And he apologizes so much. Maybe too much. Yeah. He says. (laughs) Maybe he did it too much. Um, But yeah, like, that that is the modern man just confessing that like here yeah that's what i am i do all this dumb stuff and i'm sorry and i am terrified i am terrified of being in this relationship not because the relationship itself is scary because i know i'm a useless sack of shit and i'm probably gonna break this probably gonna screw it up because 
something's gonna something's gonna happen where I think I've been wronged one time, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna I'm gonna decide that that's just as necessary as, um, just as necessary to get worked up about than uh, the the cumulative total of uh, snoring, taking my band on tour, leaving the towel on the floor, being awkward around your friends, getting jealous when you talk to other men, drink, drinking all your wine. A litany. A litany of bullshit he is accused of. Not accused of, excuse me. A litany of bullshit he is confessing to. He's confessing to. to. All of that, and probably a lot more, uh, is equal to the one time uh, your significant other uh, suggests you wear a rope instead of a belt. <laughs> when you can't find your belt. You mean a fat rope, Shawnee? Is that what we're talking about? Can we're that, talking about the famous fat rope can, story? Can that story please be told? Oh, sure. Sure we can tell that story. Um, it was after an Alabama game. Yeah. I believe it to have been. <laughs> Oof. Maybe. Was it the blowout? We were in Florence and... Yeah, I remember watching it, a Florida game. We lost Alabama lost in Florence, but see that that's what I'm thinking too. And so, occasionally, Sean and I would go to my ancestral home, to my grandparents' house, and we'd watch Alabama football. So there's two time. There's one time I remember doing this, and we lost to Florida, and um, we drove home with the windows down, singing Kid Rock all night. <laughs> I, but so. I don't think it was this time. By the way, I by think- the way, Kid Rock, uh, it's a very clear distinction here. Kid Rock was not playing on the radio. We just all simultaneously decided to swap lines from Only God Knows Why by Kid Rock. That is true. That is very true. I always smoked cigarettes with the windows down. Uh, it was very cold because that was, a, that was, that was December. A, yeah, that was freezing. Um, do you remember where you watched the blowout the first time that Alabama beat Auburn, were you there for that? Mm, I don't think so. Okay, but at any rate, I'm regardless. We were of what talking game. about. We were talking. The point. The reason I bring that up is we were talking about going bowling, <laughs> and I certainly wouldn't have been going bowling if Alabama had just lost the SEC championship. Yeah, that's game. true. Yeah, that's true. But I did not have a belt for whatever reason. I don't know why I didn't have a belt, but I did not have a belt. And I said, I can't go bowling. My pants will fall down and everybody will make fun of me. Look at that pantsless idiot, they say. Because I don't have a fucking belt. And uh, my wife told me, well, we're on the farm. Can't you just go find some rope? To which I said, yeah. So I can go find, I can't go fucking find a belt because Fatty's too fat to wear anybody else's belt. But I'll just go out to the old yard, get old Bessie the cow, and get a fucking fat rope and walk around with it like a real fucking dunce. That's what I'll do. Oh, fat rope's here to bowl a 300. You motherfuckers better look out. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was like 12, 13 years ago. And boy, howdy. <laughs> Does she probably still feel bad about that? <laughs> Nobody ever felt bad about anything. Oh, my God. <laughs> they teased oh. me relentlessly. They called me Fat Rope for the rest of the <laughs> They called you Little Fat Rope. Little Fat Rope, they called me. Old Fatty can't wear a person <laughs> belt. He's got to get a Fat Rope. A fat rope brand fat rope. That's what old fatty's got to wear. From the makers of TC Tuckers. 
<laughs> Fat rope. Oh, so shit. Here's <laughs> the thing. Um, I don't remember always feeling like this song does. I don't always remember feeling terrified and that I was going to fuck that up. Do you Do you feel like you were going to fuck up everything, every relationship you've ever been in? <sighs> Only the ones I, mean, I, I did. I did do it. I hate, But I didn't feel yeah. like I was going to. This does not paint a f- uh, portrait of me being a, a kind person, but... The answer to that question is not the <laughs> only the ones where I liked the girl. <laughs> Fair, like Fair. you know, have you ever? So I I have a I have a rough pattern of pulling the plug too quickly. Like okay, I'm not I'm not balls out madly in love with you, and it's been like a couple dates or a couple weeks. So let's just let's not waste each other's time here. Couple um, of freaks, am I right, buddy? Or freaks, couple of freaks, and. Um, it's just, uh, so like in those, it's like, well, you know, it's not like I take advantage of that and I decide to be an asshole because I can, but like, yeah, in the ones where you're like, okay, I've got something here. Yeah. Every single one of those. Mm, okay. All right. All right. No, no, this is a new thing for me. This is always, new. this is a new, these are new feelings for me. Sure. But they're definitely there. Um, I certainly feel like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna fuck it. I'm, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm hitting an over, guys. I'm just not. I'm, I'm gonna slump. I'm just hitting a fucking over. It's got to be me. It can't be that all the women of the world have conspired against me. That's ridiculous thinking. So guess what? The math tells me it's me. And so I'm going to keep repeating this pattern because I spit in the gypsy's mouth one time. <laughs> instead of, instead of thinner. Roma, pardon me, Roma. Roma. Instead Roma. of instead of the thinner curse, it's unsuccessful with women. I think it was just a fat roll. <laughs> Incel. <laughs> Ooh, Shani. Uh-huh. Hang on. Pause for ten seconds so I can edit that out. Nobody needs to hear that idea. We got some writing to do. Okay. <laughs> Insane. <laughs> there needs to be an update well, of the Stephen King novel thinner. There really does. But this idiot, this idiot, this stupid, stupid idiot who could only come up with "You are a possum living in the trash can of my heart" <laughs> as his opus to this woman he loves. This idiot is blessed to have the following said to him by this y- lovely. Young lady, I'm assuming. I'm, mm-hmm. I don't know that. I just assume. By this lovely other partner. And she said. Well, it does say she said, so it is a woman. And she said. Fuck yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not. Hey, <laughs> hey, buddy. I'm not here to assign anything based on anything. <laughs> it's 2020. Uh, <clears throat> and she said, don't be so hard on yourself. You fucking idiot. I don't need anybody else. You stupid asshole. I'm for you. And you are for me. But you've got to get over your insecurities. And it's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. So I tried to reciprocate with something romantic and sweet. That fucking idiot delivery is incredible. It is. It's the, I think that line is the one that ties the whole room together. Because yeah. I can hear it. I can hear it as plain as day. I can hear this woman saying this to him. And she is earnest, and she is, uh, she is honest, and she's just really letting this asshole off the hook. When she could dig her hooks in, mm-hmm. she could, yeah, but she didn't. She let this idiot off the hook. But she also reminded him, 
You are a fucking idiot. <laughs> you stupid asshole. Why are you worried about fucking this up when it's clearly working? The thing we have is clearly fine. I'm fine. You're fine. We're all having a great time here. You stupid asshole. <laughs> yeah, she's like... But you got to get over your bullshit. She, she come, uh, <clears throat> she... She comes across as like the the kind of uh, woman that I tried to write in like the shitty mm-hmm. novel that 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 I gave mm-hmm. you that one time, um, uh-huh. in pretty much every poem. So, mm-hmm. so she's perfect. <clears throat> this is the perfect woman we've all dreamed. Me and you have dreamed of. I'm yeah. not say we all because some men are all actually terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just terrible, and they'd get mad at her for calling him a fucking idiot and a stupid asshole, like Chad. That fucking Chad. What a piece of shit. God. You know who you are, Chad. <laughs> when I got home, and this is his... Uh, he, so I tried to reciproc- reciprocate with something romantic and sweet. When I got home, I thought of the perfect thing to say. But of course, in that moment, it didn't happen that way. I just held your hand and looked you in the eyes, and I said, You're pretty rad, too, dude. You're pretty rad, too, dude. You're pretty rad, too, dude. You're pretty rad. I feel there's a there's a concept in music called a deceptive cadence. Mm-hmm. And that means that you end the song on the wrong chord. Mm-hmm. And it gives you a sense of not being complete. Um, you, the song did not return to from whence it came. It's still out there adrift. That last rad gives me the same feeling. I expect one more <laughs> dude and it does not come. Oh, yeah. And it just leaves me hanging on every time. I listen to the song three times getting ready for this. And every time I expected a dude that never came. And if that ain't the plight of a woman, I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, you know, you expect dude and then like a, a heavy like guitar strum back and forth, back and forth, back mm-hmm. and forth, back and forth. You get none of that. The song gets out the way it came in. On shaky legs. Un, yeah, unassuming and just wor- just worried about itself. <laughs> that is, I mean, this this is the most unassuming great song I believe I've ever heard. Pretty rare. It's a song that doesn't even, it, this song has no clue how good it is. No clue. Mm-mm. And it doesn't really fit in with a lot of their other stuff. Um, but man, could you imagine having a girlfriend at a concert and this shit happens? Oh my god! Let's yeah. wa- let me walk that back. Could you imagine a concert or a girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> I am so alone. Oh my god, I'm so alone. Oh, I'm so alone. Oh, all I have is my one-eyed dog. <laughs> I ain't even got that. They took wrestling from me. Oh. It's okay. We All got... I have is my son who comes over here and beats me in GTA. And does not bother to call the cops when you pass out oh, in the Oh, hell shower. no. Hell no. Because, I mean, my God, he's got to get this mission completed. Oh. Who else is going to sell this cocaine? <laughs> Other than my five-year-old son. <laughs> Six? Five. Oh... Yeah, it's a good song. I'm, you know, I'm glad you turned me on to it. I, I can't it's say it's just I'm, a good little song. I can't say I'm gonna, you know, listen to it like every, uh, you know, every day or week. But uh, you know, and it's it's not that kind of song at yeah. all. Like this song comes to you when it needs to come to you. I don't know if I've ever sought it out. I don't know if there's ever been one time I'm like, oh man, I need to go listen to this right now. It's just it's stuck on a playlist somewhere, and when it shuffles up, I'm extremely excited, and then it's gone back into the ether with its deceptive cadence 
and I'm on to doing other things, probably finding something else to cry about. Does the um, <clears throat> does uh, does the word rad bother you in in songwriting in in this particular song? In this particular song, no. I think okay. it's the only way. I don't think any other word works right there. Okay. Because again, it is. It's a bad word. Yeah, it's a terrible. It's, it's not good. It's it's like. <sighs> It's like a like a, a California douchebag trying to uh, just use an old word to be cool. Yeah, yeah, but I believe it from this guy, from the character in this song. <laughs> from, I believe he from says this the word bag. "rad" from this fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I I don't think I think any other word that means the same thing blows it up. Like he's telling you in that moment. I wanted to say a great thing, but what I said was... You're pretty rad. You're pretty rad too, dude. I mean, and, God damn it, if I can't hear myself saying that very same thing, <laughs> like a fucking idiot. <laughs> Just to... Like, I am a person, Sean Majors, who makes a living with his words mm-hmm. at times. And I'm a communication graduate. Mm-hmm. Of one of the I'm a pretty the good finest spinner of yarns from the finest... In- Under the best tutelage. Mm-hmm. I can spin a yarn. I can tell a tale. I do several podcasts. The last party and we And on a text to- message. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can spellbind a bunch of samba samba dancers with my crazy tales. You went into the last party we went to by making fun of these people, calling them nerds. And then 20 minutes later, they were eating out of the palm of your hand, telling a story about... Eating terrible chicken tenders out of the palm of my hand. <laughs> Room temperature, public stick chicken tenders. <laughs> but yeah, but and on a text message, fucking banger. Sure. Man, am I the best. I am sure. absolutely the king. Get me in front of a woman with them eyes looking at me, mm-hmm. shiveling Rick. Mm-hmm. Just a shiveling dumb wreck. You are you are uh, no longer on freak. You're on freak patrol <laughs> in front of a texting screen. But out in the real world, you're on meek no. patrol. I'm on meek patrol. I'm just a sheepish, sheepish little boy. I've got got my feet crossed, got my hands tucked into my hoodie pockets, and I'm just shrugging these old shoulders, was, was, hoping, please, I was just please rub me. Maybe you want to, maybe, uh, maybe I can get a nose. <laughs> can I, can I get a nose? Oh my God. It's really something. Yeah. It's really something. I'm, I'm so thankful that little songs like this exist and we live in a world where I don't have to seek them out. They come to me now. These songs just come to me, the um, al- algorithm is uh, oh, is now s- set in your favor. I wrestle with the fact that I am so easily predictable. <laughs> like they, Spotify knows me better than anybody. That's what's really sad. Um, but yeah, like they they just show up, and I'm like, yep, that one's that, that one's a killer, man. Like that is that is a song I genuinely love and just cannot put it down. You got any final thoughts on? I hope I don't fuck this up. By the dollar sign? I don't know if it's the dollar signs. Um, yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, thanks for thanks for bringing it into my life, Hankins. Um, I'm, uh, I'm going to check out the other songs, specifically on this record. 
And I'm going to check out uh, Nana Grizzle, their, their latest. And uh, I'm going to keep listening to Kathleen Edwards. Whew. Whew. And that Wiggler. Whew. Whew. Pal, I'm here to tell you, that fucking new record is a monster. Just a monster. But you know what, folks, like we always say on this podcast, we're pretty rad, too, dudes. This has been Cold Dog Soup, the mixtape. I wanted to dedicate a song to you. But all of my songs are about ex-girlfriends and puke So I sat down to write you a love song It was full of cliches, it wasn't impressing anyone And even though I tried really hard All I came up with was You are a possum Living in the trash can of my heart You're a possum in my heart So sorry that I snore Sorry I'm taking my band on tour Sorry that I'm insecure Sorry I'm awkward around your friends Sorry I get jealous when you talk to other men Sorry I drank all your wine again Sorry I apologize so much Yeah, I hope that I don't fuck this up Yeah, I hope that I don't fuck this up Yeah, I hope that I don't Fuck this up. And she said, Don't be so hard on yourself, you fucking idiot. I don't need anybody else, you stupid asshole. I'm for you, and you are for me. But you gotta get over your insecurities, and that's the nicest thing. Anyone's ever said to me So I tried to reciprocate With something romantic and sweet When I got home I thought of the perfect thing to say But of course in that moment It didn't happen that way I just held your hand And looked you in the eyes And I said You're pretty rad too, dude. You're pretty rad too, dude. You're pretty rad too, dude. You're pretty rad.